Welcome to Dad Devotionals with Dave Domzowski. This is the place for Christian fathers, husbands, and those who love them to find the inspiration, grace, and guidance to help you live God's will for your life and finish your race strong. We share scripture readings, prayers, and advice to help you in your personal and professional life. Now pop in the earbuds or turn up the volume and let's get to today's episode. Welcome to Dad Devotionals. I'm Dave Domzowski. If you're a sports fan like me, today's episode is for you. My guest, my guest today is Del Dudit. Del is an award-winning freelance writer, blogger, and author. He's written incredible sports-themed devotionals, including Dugout Devotions and First Down Devotions, both out last year. And as a former sports writer, he won both the Associated Press and Ohio Prep Sports Writing Awards. Del, welcome to Dad Devotionals. It's great to have you. Well, it's, it's, uh, it's definitely my pleasure, and I want to thank you for taking time to talk to me about this. Oh, no problem at all. So, so Dell, I gave a brief, a brief intro about just about you and, and your writing to kick things off here, but is there anything else that you want to share for, both from a personal or professional standpoint? Well, no, my journey, from what I understand from professionals that I'm associated with now, uh, tell me my journey is a little unique, and I'm, I'm starting to... I'm starting to finally see that because it is a little unique from what I've been able to do. Um, you know, not what I've been able to do, but the doors that God's opened up for me to go, to go through. And it's, it's been a fun, uh, four years. It's just been kind of, uh, my mouth's been around a fire hydrant and I've been taking it all in because, you know, uh, I, I never ever, ever dreamed about writing a book. Yeah. And now I've, uh, there's, I have five out, um, one here will be released in about three weeks, and then two more will be released in August, and then three more will be released in 2021, and wow. two more in 2022. So it's just kind of been a fast journey, but it's been but it's been fun. Yeah, no, that's incredible. You know, I've also found in my life that when you know God has you on His path, it really is like a fire hydrant. The, the blessings just keep coming, and you know, folks just seem to come into your life. Uh, who just want to help you and help you get to where you need to go. Yeah. And that's, I think that's been my case because like I said, I, I never even thought about writing a book. Yeah. And then um, um, we had an event happen in our, in our, in our family about five years ago that was kind of, uh, kind of tragic. And so hmm. I, my wife suggests that I start writing about it because, you know, I have a long history of, of, of writing. And so I started writing about it and I developed this website and I started blogging and now uh, I blog every Tuesday. And so and I've been doing that now for four or five years. But I, I wrote this, you know, I started writing about this event and it's kind of just took off. And before I knew it, I had this manuscript that I didn't know what to do about, with it. I had zero clue. I had no clue what to do with it. So um, I, I reached out to this person that I did not know on on LinkedIn because back then I had, I had no social media. I had no Facebook. I had no Twitter. I had nothing except LinkedIn. So mm-hmm. I, I saw this person who has similar backgrounds, um, you know, to, to, to mine, she was a sports writer. She was an author. And so I just reached out to her. I had no clue who she was. And, um, a few days later she responded and uh, we started to communicate and she said, we need, you need to go to a writer's conference. I said, Oh, okay. I didn't know those existed. So, uh, so we stayed in touch. She told me to do a website and gave me all these orders. <laughs> and, um, and I followed those instructions and suggestions. And then we finally met up at a, uh, at a, uh, 
writers conference in Nashville, North Carolina. And then I went to another one a few weeks later down in Florida. And that's where I met who's now my agent. And we met, we hit it off. He liked what I did and took a chance. And then, um, you know, I guess it's kind of unheard of to go to a conference and, and be signed by an agent right off the bat, but it happened. And now the girl that I reached out to, uh, we're, we're very close friends now. We're colleagues. Uh, we're, we're doing a book together, but I didn't realize she was this mega star. I mean, she, she's published like 110 books. And so, yeah, so that's, that's, that, that's been my journey. And now I, I teach at, at, at these writing conferences <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's just been, it's yeah. been a, um, fun journey. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Thanks for sharing that. I appreciate it. Um, what is it about sports and faith, Dell? I mean, you do these devotionals. What is it about those two subjects that fit so well together? Yeah, it does. And that was, that was uh, at, at the conference in Florida. That's when it all kind of started because my, my agent and I sat down with this uh, publisher who, and, uh, and he pitched the idea to me because he saw my, my sports writing background. And he said, Hey, how about a, a, a book about, you know, some of these athletes? And I said, yeah, sure. And, and I, I really didn't, didn't know what he wanted. Mm-hmm. And so um, I came back home and I have media passes. So I started going to these ball games and talking to these players who profess, who have a, who have a testimony uh, of some sort, not just every player, but you know, the ones who um, tweet out good things or have a good image. Mm-hmm. So I started interviewing these players. And then it kind of just blossomed. It took off from there. But I think the the attraction is, you know, there's a lot of, um, we hear a lot of the negative side of, of, of some of these athletes uh, when, when they're arrested or when they're, when they're on their fourth or fifth wife or, or something right. like that. Right. And so we wanted to reach out and, and talk to the players who have a good image and a good message. And so, and, and that kind of took off, you know, I was, I, I did some stories for focus on the family and I've been published in, in sports spectrum and I'm a um, continual uh, regular writer for athletes in action, which is a, just a wonderful, you know, sports organization right. that deals with, you know, leading people to Christ. And so I've been involved with them. So I think that, that attraction is that people want to be inspired and motivated and they want to hear the good stories. Mm-hmm. So I think that's people kind of relate to that and they, they want to hear that other than the, the guy who got, you know, pulled over cause he, he was doing, you know, he was speeding and he was high. So I think people getting tired of those stories and they want to hear the good ones. Well, you know, right, right now with everything going on, whether COVID or the protests or, you know, what have you, there's 2020 seems to be filled with those negative stories. I mean, some things get, some positive things get interwoven in, and everything, but uh, is there one or two stories that that you always give it as an example? Maybe when you're speaking at one of these conferences, or what you're just you know talking to folks about what you do. Is there one or two that really stand out to you and that you carry with you? Yeah, I mean, there's there's so many of them over the last three years that I, I've been able to sit down and get personal time with with some of the biggest names in sports, whether it's baseball, football, or, or I was racing, or or you know whatever. But um, there's a couple of stories that just do stand out to me because they're a little um, unusual. Um, one is about uh, my interview with Brian Dozier, who when I, when I interviewed Brian, he was still with, um, he was still with Minnesota okay. and I got some time with him up in Cleveland a couple of times. And um, his story was really inspiring because um, 
he he went through it he went through a tough time his senior year of college he he didn't know whether to go pro or stay back you know finish his degree things like that and he opted to stay back in college and 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 play his 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 senior year and forego the draft and until next year but lo and behold you know he he early in the season it, it might have even been preseason he dove to make a play and busted a shoulder and he had like eight pins put in his shoulder mm-hmm. And he thought, what did I do? You know, well, I pass on the draft. Now I'm, now I'm hurt. I may never be drafted now. So he said, God, what, you know, why is this happening? Yeah. And he said he, <clears throat> so he was really discouraged for a while, but he, he said he, during that year, you know, he didn't play much, obviously, but he learned to be a leader. He encouraged and he taught and he inspired other players while he was on the bench and he told me later, he said, I didn't know, <coughs> excuse me, I didn't know why that happened, but I know why it happened now. You know, I was, he said that year developed him, his characteristics of being a, a, a leader. Mm-hmm. And so he knows now why he went through it. And the takeaway of that is something's going to happen to you. You're going to face a challenge. It's okay to question God, but, you know, go along, go, go along for the ride because something's going to happen that you're going to understand, oh, yeah, this is why that happened. Absolutely. It may not be tomorrow, but it may be two years down the road, you're going to say, oh, yeah, 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 God God was watching out for me. So that that was one of them. And there are just so many of them. You know, the, the my interview with Chad Pennington up in the Super Bowl up, up in Minnesota a couple years ago, Chad really opened about, you know, he was the, the sport he loved. You know, he was a starter, then he got he got injured, and then he got benched. And he said for a long time, he said, I hated football. I hated the people. I hated everything about it because all the people I worked for and worked with turned their back on me. And he said, I went through this personal fire that I didn't know why. And so when he retired, he joined forces with the NFL and helps counsel players who are making the transition from the NFL back to our world. Yeah. Right. And he says, right. he says, I knew how to deal with it. And that's why I went through that. So those are two of them that stand out. There's so many, you know, I've, I've been blessed and fortunate to do so many interviews with, I mean, face to face interviews with, with, with some of these players. It's just, uh, and through some of them, we've met, we've made some good friendships. I mean, we're, I'm good friends with, with, uh, you know, four or five of these players now. I mean, I have their cell phones. We can text. Uh, one did a book signing with me up in Pittsburgh. Uh, so yeah, it's just been a just been a fun a fun ride. No, absolutely. I, I want to jump into uh, you know your your faith though, and yeah, what are some things that you and your family do to live out the faith? Well, for years, um, you know, we've always gone to church. Uh, my wife and I celebrate 33 years this week, actually. Uh, Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and so we always went to church and, you know, uh, you know, twice on Sunday, Wednesday, church camps, so forth. My wife sings and plays the piano. And um, a few years ago, both my boys um, were called to preach. And so that's, that's fabulous. And I really didn't do anything. You know, I just kind of sat there, you know, and always wanted to do something. Felt like I had a gift to do, but it's never really figured out what it was. Right. And voila, that's when, you know, that's when the event happened in, in, in our life that, that produced a book. And mm-hmm. so, but so now both my boys now are, 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 they, they have their own families and they're out of the house. And my wife and I are, are here. We have grandkids now. 
but, and we don't do anything different. We, we go to church, you know, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. And we just try to, we don't do anything extraordinary. We just, we, we go to church. We, you know, we do our devotions. Uh, we try to do the best we can. I, I make mistakes every day and you try to learn from them. But, you know, our faith is, is the reason why we're here. I mean, yeah. there's so many things that could have happened if, if you weren't uh, following. So, um, and, and I've been where, 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 where Brian was. I mean, I've, I've questioned, you know, you know, why is this taking so long? How come my wife does something? How come my boys do, do something and I don't do anything. And I don't think I was ready, you know, 10 years ago to do this. So I think, you know, God prepared me. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I definitely understand that because I've had some events happen recently in my life over the last couple of months, just in terms, mostly in terms of job and career that, you know, yeah. 10 years ago, I'm, I'm, I've been waiting like 14 years for <laughs> a, a drastic change in my life. And I'm, I, I could, you know, you, you, hearing you speak, I'm like, oh, yeah, I know exactly yeah. how that feels. You know, you're just waiting like, why, why, mm-hmm. <laughs> why is it taking yeah. so long? And it's, it always is that, you know, he's preparing us and that it's, you know, it's not yet for a reason. And a lot of times it's something that has to happen in, in our hearts or he's also working on others' hearts as well and, and working out a path for us that we just don't see because, you know, we're human and we're impatient. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm very impatient. I mean, and, and that's one thing I've learned during this, during all, all these books is that um, it, it takes a while. It, it takes a while to, to, to get a book written, to get a, you know, a proposal together for a publisher to take it. And then once a publisher takes it, that's another year before it comes out. So it's been a very uh, lengthy process, but not for me, but you know, it doesn't seem like it because, you know, I, I know some folks who've been waiting years to be published mm-hmm. and here you know, I've been blessed to have, you know, 14 or 15 contracts in, in less than like three years. So it's just been, I think that that shows the demand for these sports devotionals that people want these and they're looking for them. I mean, my first one was about Ohio state football and then uh, just kind of took off from there and we've just kind of avalanched on that. And we're doing, you know, we wrote one about the Bengals. We wrote one about um, the, the Browns and the Indians. They're in the making. I have one about the Reds. Um, we've got uh, next month is about Michigan football. And then two, uh, two months later, it's Alabama and Auburn football. Mm. So, um, and then first down devotions and, and dugout devotions. So they're the ones that are doing really, really well. So people like these, they, they like the inspirational stories and, and you know, like dugout and first down devotions, like dugout devotions is not about baseball. It, it's about people who play it, who play the game right. and their stories that a lot of folks don't know about. Just like the story about Brian Dozier, mm. um, you know, busting up his, his, his shoulder and how he relied on, on his faith to, to get him through it. I mean, there's very little mention about baseball in the book. I just use baseball players right. uh, that people look up to. Del, what is something that you yourself are praying for right now? Oh my, <laughs> you want them in <laughs> alphabetical order or, uh, <laughs> The, 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 maybe the biggest thing or the biggest thing that you're comfortable sharing. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm fine. I'm, I'm kidding. Well, right now I think I'm, I'm praying for peace in our nation. I mean, there's, there's mm. so much turmoil right now yeah. and uh, there's a lot of evil going on. And so we have to be ready uh, for that. Whatever happens, but I'm praying for peace. However it comes, you know, whatever the way God wants it to happen. We, we just need that peace. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I myself, you know, have, have been affected by the, uh, the, the COVID uh, pandemic, you know, my, I was, I was laid off. 
mm-hmm. for my regular job. And uh, my wife was uh, furloughed for a day uh, each, each, each week. So, yeah, we're praying for a direction there. I'm not worried about a, a job. I know one will, one will come about. I'm not really worried about it. Um, so, you know, I'm praying for that. I'm praying, hey, you know, where do you want me to go? Because the funnest job I ever had was when uh, I was out of college and I was a sports writer. Funnest job ever to this day. And, uh, and I stayed in the media for a long time, you know, radio and television. And even, you know, you know I, I did a lot of general news assignment writing and always enjoyed that. But then kids came along and financially couldn't make it. And so I, I had to get into professional sales, which I've done for 16 years. Okay. Don't, I've never really liked it and enjoyed it. <laughs> and then, um, yeah. I, and so, uh, I dabbled in, in the writing here and there. But then when I was laid off, um, you know, a few months ago, uh, there's been some doors opening to get back in the media and I don't need to make that big money anymore. So it's, it's, you know, very, uh, optimistic about there's, you know, I'm doing some, some sports writing for this on- online website and we're talking about making it that, making that a permanent job. And nice. a couple of the newspapers that I've applied for have reached out to me and say, Hey, you know, we, we, would like to talk to you. So, you know, I would like to go back in the media and I would like to, in my last few years working, how I started. And, um, so I think some doors are going to open there and, uh, if they do this, that's fabulous. If not, like I said, I'm not worried about it, but you know, I like to know. And that's one thing this journey, the last four years has taught me is, is, is patience. Yes, no, absolutely. And and it's, yeah. It's amazing how God's just leading you right back at the start. He knows what you know. You just had to do what you had to do for your family for those, you know, for that decade yeah. and a half or so. And here you are getting to do it again. So yeah, I hope so. Yeah. I hope so too for you. Yeah. Um, Dell, what is, what is a verse from scripture or a quote that oh. just encourages you? Oh my, again, I do in, in doing these devotions. Um, I've, I've written, <laughs> let's see close to 400 of them now. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, and you have to have to take a break sometimes because after a while, they all start sound the same. And so, you know, you want them to be different. Sure. And so you kind of, you know, I've, I've used so much scripture and, uh, it's, it's so hard to find one that, that pinpoints it because I guess it's per, per your mood, I think. Mm-hmm. and what you're going through that day. And a lot of the athletes have the, have the same thing. I mean, they, they, they talk about, we ask them their favorite verse. Some of them whip them off. Some of them um, kind of give the answer like, uh, like I'm giving it. It's it kind of, it's kind of dependent. Uh, you know, you, you can have this motivational verse, but if you're not motivated that day, you need to find something else that, 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 that helps you, that gives right. you encouragement for that time or helps your mood that day. But there's, you know, there's, uh, uh, there's so many of them that just run through your head. Yeah. Um, you know, Albert Pujols uh, does that. He, he, he puts them on his, on his baseball cleats and uh, the verses. And I, I, I just did, a, uh, just did one a couple of days ago about uh, Daniel Stump. He's a pitcher for the Tigers. Mm-hmm. He puts a verse on his, on his glove. And so when people see that, they go, Hey, okay. He's got scripture on his glove. That's kind of a cool idea. Yeah. So, and that opens up conversations and they can be a witness without having to be out there screaming and shouting. 
And that's the great thing about the books is um, it, it's, it's a conversation that needs to happen because both dugout devotion and first down devotion are considered crossovers. And what I mean by that is they're in the Christian market and they're also in the general market. Gotcha. And that's, that's really good because, um, you know, the Christian market's great, but we also want to take our, our message out there to the general public. Exactly. And so that's always been exciting and they're doing really, really well. And so people are picking them up and buying them. I'm a little worried, not worried, but, uh, with the NFL, um, kind of in turmoil right now yeah. about what they're going to do about the flag. A lot of folks may not, um, they, they may suffer. They may not turn out this year. Um, so first down devotions, you know, we, we hope it does well, but I'm, I'm kind of bracing myself for, you know what people, people aren't, aren't liking this stuff. They're not liking this kneeling stuff. Yeah. And so that's going to affect attendance and it's going to be, well, I'm not buying that. It's about the NFL. So, yeah. That's what um, we're a little not concerned, but just, it's kind of in the back of my mind that that that's that could have a ripple effect on, on this. But it also may turn around. People may say, "Hey, you know what? I, I'm going to read about these guys. These guys are good guys. These guys are the ones who are standing up. These guys are the ones who are on the on the front line. These are the guys who are leading Bible studies." And um, you know, it's, it's going to be a different football season this year. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, with it. I know the recently uh, uh, Baker Mayfield with, with, with the Browns said he's going to kneel and that's a blue collar town up there. And right. I, I don't know how well that's going to go over. <laughs> so, you know, kind of just wait and see with it, but uh, all these guys motivate me. Uh, the verses they, they, they throw out. I don't have one that comes right off the top of my mind because there's just so many that just run through my, run through my head. Um, about the day, but, uh, I, I, I do a lot. I write a lot from, from Psalms. I write a lot from, uh, Philippians and because those are, those are really encouraging times and Romans as well. So it's, it's just a lot of fun doing the research. And that's one thing that's helped me in writing these books is, you know, in the, in the past you do your devotion, you kind of, I would always go through the motions, but, in these last five or six years or four or five years writing these devotionals, I've had to spend a lot of time uh, in the word searching for verses. And it's really helped me. It's really strengthened me mm-hmm. to where like, you know, I've, I've read this 20 times. And <clears throat> now it means something a little bit more. And so that's kind of opened my eyes. Yeah. You know, when, when I have uh, folks come on, whether it's someone that does a YouTube channel or somebody that's yeah. doing something like you writing, writing about it in a devotional or, you know, I, I, there's also a guy that, that does t-shirts and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I ask, and I'm glad you said that I ask, you know, how has doing this deepened your faith? And I think, yeah. I think you've answered it right there, but is there anything else you want to say on that? Uh, you, you know, it's, it's made, just maybe more aware of, you know, the blessings I have, because I think, again, you can get caught up in, in a, in this little rut, not rut, but you can get caught up in this routine and you kind of take things for granted. And a lot of these guys uh, that, I, that I've interviewed, a lot of them say, have say the same thing and they, and they don't know this because they, they don't talk, right. but um, they say that, you know, they're, they're blessed. They, they, it, that what they do is a job. It's, mm-hmm. it gives them a platform right. to do what's really important. And so, and, and that's why I've kind of, I'm not worried about my 
quote unquote career because it really doesn't matter what I'm doing uh, job wise. Uh, you like to think it does, but it, it really doesn't anymore. It's what I do off time, like you know, write these books to, to you know help authors become published. That's what really matters. I mean, the job is to pay the bills. And um, if I can do that, then that's fine. I mean, I, I wish I'd known this, you know, 30 years ago when I was entering in the professional world about, I want to do this. I want to do that. Right. It doesn't really have the same value it had when I, when I, when I was younger yeah. um, is doing what's important, what I think is important. And, um, and that's what I learned from a lot of these athletes is, I mean, they love the game. They love what they're doing. But at the end of the day, I was talking to Aaron Judge uh, with the Yankees up in Cleveland one time, and he's obviously a superstar. And uh, he said, "You know, if I go for four or for five, it's it's a it's so what? You know?" He said, exactly. "So what?" Um, he said, "I better not do that every day." But you know, if if he wants to keep playing, but he's like, you know, at the end of the day, hey, I'm out there to do a job. And I'm going to try my best. And if I have a good day or a bad day, that really in the long run doesn't matter mm-hmm. <laughs> because I'm a child of God. He's going to take care of me. He's going to provide for me. Mm-hmm. And so that was one of the really good things I learned. I've, I've learned a lot. I mean, I've learned how to be patient again. I've learned how to play by rules. Uh, I've been able to get to some of the biggest names in sports when real media can't get to these people. And I've been able, um, doors are o- open for me. I mean, I, w- I was able to get an exclusive interview with, um, with Tim Tebow. And when nobody else, when he came into our, our area, nobody else could get him. And I'm, I'm a nobody, but I was able to get five minutes with him, just me and him one-on-one. Nobody else could do that. So doors open. I play by the rules. I'm persistent. And that's one of the classes I teach is how to get the big interview. I mean, I got, I was able to, um, um, get Jim Trestle, the former coach of the Buckeyes to write a forward for my book. And he didn't know me. So, so (laughs) yeah. So, uh, I mean, we, we, he knows me now, but then he had no idea who I was, but I sent him some chapters. He liked it and uh, liked it enough to put his name on it. So uh, that was just things like that have just been uh, a blessing the way things have happened. Yeah, that's great. I mean, clearly you're doing God's work. Um, look, I, I appreciate this. This has been fun for me just listening to uh, listening to your stories, listening, you know, both from, you know, not just the players and things you're sharing there, but then also just your journey. Uh, that's inspiring yeah. to me. So it's good to know. And I think for other dads, other um, husbands out there, it's good to know that, you know, we're not alone in what we're experiencing. You know, we're, we all got to learn that that patience it just comes in different uh, forms. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to learn it every day. But and and it's, it's, it's difficult sometimes because I've, you know, if I've been in, like I said, I've been in professional sales. I want results now. Yeah. And the same. Yeah. And so, so, so your bosses, <laughs> I know they want results now. And so, um, with this journey, it doesn't happen that way. Uh, sometimes it does and doesn't, but it's, it's, it's a marathon and I I've been learning that and I've been fortunate to be connected with, you know, serious writer and, and my agent and who my agent's also a pastor. And so uh, we've been able to some, just some, some amazing doors have, have opened to where we're on a, uh, we're on a weekly YouTube show every, every Tuesday night. Um, we're getting calls to attend conferences and to teach at these conferences. And I share my journey. I share my do's and don'ts and, and what's happened to me and how it can happen to everybody. Uh, it may not, but it can. 
And you know, what I, what I teach and emphasize is, is be bold and step out, step out and, and ask, uh, because you're not going to get it if you don't ask for it right. and, um, be, be confident in yourself. I mean, there's been some people who, um, I've talked to over the years that are discouraged because their book hasn't been picked up or published, but, and I ask them, well, what are you doing about it? They say, well, I'm praying about it. I said, well, are you doing anything else? Are you putting action to it? Are you contacting people? Well, no. I said, well, we'll get off your can and do something, you know, do reach out to an agent, reach out to a publisher, reach out to these people and say, Hey, can you look at this? Mm-hmm. And so, okay, great. So they, and they do that. And it, it works. It works sometimes, not every time, but it does work. I mean, you don't get it unless you're going to ask for it. And, um, and I give a class on how to get a big name on your book. I mean, and I give that Jim Trussell example. He didn't know me. Uh, and I was, had never been published and he took time out to look at a book and liked it. And, and so, you know, and how to get the Tim Tebow. I mean, just, just things like that. And, um, you gotta be confident in yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Dell. This has been great. Where, where can we learn fun. more about, about your work? Well, you can go to my website and I'll have to spell it. It's D E L D U D U I T.com. Uh, I'm there. You can just Google my name and a gazillion things will pop up. Uh, you can go to my, uh, my agent's website, kyleyoung.com. You can find me there. I am a literary agent now as well. I write for athletes in action. You can find them you can go on. You can Google my name and uh, put it, you can go on Amazon and put my name in and all my books will come up. Excellent. Yeah. So it's just been a fun journey. Again, we're just getting started. We have, like I said, three releases this year, three next year, two in 2022. And I just submitted my first children's book. Uh, hopefully, oh, wow. it'll be picked up. So, yeah. Oh, great! Well, we'll have to have you on when that when that when that comes out. Because I sure hope it comes. I hope it comes out. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will. Um, Dell, like I said, this has been amazing. Thank you so much. We look forward to seeing how God continues to work in your life. God bless you. Well, thanks for inviting me. I, and I've I really you know I always enjoy these these conversations. Thank you. I appreciate Welcome. that. Well, like I said, we'll have to have you on again soon. Take care. Always. Thank you for listening to Dad Devotionals with me, Dave Domzowski. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review, and also email us at daddevotionals at gmail.com and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash daddevotionals and also youtube.com slash daddevotionals. Make sure to subscribe, like us, do whatever you got to do to stay in touch. Thank you for listening.